0: Today on In Spirit and Truth with Pastor J.D. Farag.
1: I have yet, as a pastor, to provide biblical counseling to a married couple that humbled themselves and submitted one to the other. If pride is at the center of all marital conflict, and it is, then wouldn't it stand to reason that humility would be the solution to marital conflict?
0: You're listening to In Spirit and Truth, the radio ministry of Pastor J.D. Farag of Calvary Chapel Kaneohe. Pastor J.D. is currently teaching through the book of Colossians. Those who are married would be quick to agree that marriage definitely has its fair share of challenges. What married couples might not be willing to agree on is that pride is often the culprit. In today's message, Pastor J.D. will teach you that whether it's marriage or otherwise, humility can often break down useless barriers. Now, be sure to stay with us after today's message to hear how you can get your own copy of today's broadcast. Subscribe to the In Spirit and Truth podcast or download the In Spirit and Truth iPhone or Android mobile app. Now, here's Pastor J.D. in Colossians chapter 3 with today's edition of In Spirit and Truth.
1: Warren Wearsby explains it best this way, he says,
0: anyone
1: who has served in the armed forces knows that rank has to do with order and authority, not with value or ability. Just as an army would be in confusion if there were no levels of authority so society would be in chaos without submission. One of the things that stood out in this retirement ceremony was the order. It was so orderly because of the rankings. Now, if this sounds a little bit like what the Apostle Paul wrote to the Ephesian church in chapter 5, that famous chapter, that well-known chapter, that's because the Apostle Paul wrote this (laughs) in Ephesians chapter 5. He actually expounds on what it really means for the woman to submit to her husband. And you might be shocked to know that it's not as we've been taught that it is. The onus is on the husband to love his wife. It's interesting, I just had a wedding a couple weeks ago, and I did it again, and this time without warning. Usually if I know the groom, I'll I'll kind of give him a heads up, ahead of time and let them know that I'm going to, you know, talk a little bit about what the Apostle Paul says to the husband in Ephesians 5 about loving his wife three times. He says to the husband, love your wives as Christ loved the church and gave himself for her. Husbands, love your, and I'm looking at the husband the whole time. The wife, I, 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 I'll be right with you, sweetheart. I need to talk to your groom for just a moment here because the onus is on him. Oh, you, there's something for you too, but I need to start with him because three times the husband is told to love his wife. Love your wife as Christ loved the church and gave himself for her. Love your wife as you love and care for your own body. Love your wife as much as you already love yourself. Sometimes I like to have a little bit of fun. Okay, a lot of fun. <laughs> you can, uh, and I'll ask the groom after I've just read where three times in Ephesians 5, he is exhorted to love his wife that much and that way. And I'll ask him, how are you going to do that? And I love the response. It's usually like, I don't know. (laughs) I don't know. How am I going to do that? The only way you're going to be able to do that is by the power of the Holy Spirit in your life, and keeping Jesus Christ at the center of your marriage. The onus is on you, sir, as the husband, to love your wife. interesting, not once does the apostle Paul say to the wife, wives, love your husbands. I don't find it anywhere. But what you do find is, uh, wives, respect your husbands. But it's like this, three times, love your wife, love your wife, love your wife. Then to the wife and, and wives, respect your husbands. What? So the husband is told three times to love his wife and only once, just... It's almost like an afterthought at the end of the verse, chapter 5, I think it's verse 28, you can look it up. Paul says, and wives, submit to your husbands. Respect your husbands. What's Paul saying? Paul, by the Holy Spirit, is saying that if your husband will love you that way, you will not be able to resist respecting him, because that's the way God made you. In other words, you show me a wife that's loved that much, I'll show you a wife that has respect for her husband and has no problem submitting to her husband in that way. D. Martin Lloyd-Jones had this to say, no husband... Is entitled to say that he is the head of the wife unless he loves his wife. So the reign of the husband is to be a reign and a rule of love. It is a leadership of love, and that leadership of love in many respects is by way of your example. And I'll explain why I say that. Before Paul even says to the husband, love your wife, he says in verse 21 of Ephesians 5 this first. And it's kind of interesting, guys, because we kind of leave this part out. I mean, we, oh, we're, we're quick, we, we memorize and quote. Verses, you know, like we just read here in Colossians. Wives, submit to your husbands. Amen. Um, You know what? Before any of that, maybe you should uh, quote verse 21 in Ephesians 5 first. Some of you are already there. I like that. You know what it says? Listen to this. (laughs) Wait for it. Submit to one another out of reverence for Christ. Wait, what? You mean the husband's supposed to submit to the wife? <laughs> Say, well, I ain't going to have in my home. I'm the head of my house. All right. Uh, your wife's the neck though, so you... <laughs> I wear the pants in my family. Yeah, but maybe uh, your wife can make a suggestion which pants to wear. I have yet, as a pastor, to provide biblical counseling to a married couple that humbled themselves and submitted one to the other. if pride is at the center of all marital conflict, and it is, then wouldn't it stand to reason that humility would be the solution to marital conflict? Okay, I can do this because my wife's not in this service. She'll be in second service. It'll be a completely different message. (laughs) I just want to share with you in my own marriage. Of course, she can always go online and watch this, so I'll just have to block the link on her computer. But anyway, <laughs> early on in our marriage, I mean, and I, I've shared this, I'm, I'm very open, very candid with just how much of a jerk I was as a husband. My, my wife and I this year will celebrate 31 years of marriage, and oh, how, oh yeah, thank you. Praise the Lord. But I, I have to tell you that early on, I just wish I would have known then what I know now. It would have saved me so much in the way of, I mean, you know how it is when You don't talk to each other and you're out of fellowship. You're giving each other a silent treatment. She needs to come to me. She's wrong. You know she's saying over there, he needs to come to me. He's wrong. And sometimes you know it's sad, that can go on for days. reminds me of the story I heard about this uh, guy that said, hey, you know, my wife and I, we made a decision that we will never let the sun go down on our anger. We resolve no matter what it takes or how long it takes to resolve the conflict before we go to bed. Sometimes it's like two o'clock in the morning, but finally my wife will come crawling on her hands and knees to me and she'll say to me, come out from underneath that bed and fight like a man, you coward. So it goes on for days. What would happen if, guys, I'm talking to you, the onus is on you. Leadership by example. What would happen if well, first of all, if if your wife is anything like my wife, she'll be in utter disbelief. But what would happen if you came to her and you humbled yourself and you said, you know what, honey? I am so sorry. I I I just I I I was wrong. That was wrong. What would her response be? What would you do with my husband? Who are you? Who is this man? I have yet to counsel a couple that is willing to humble themselves, submit to one another out of reverence, For Jesus Christ. If Jesus Christ is at the center of the marriage, you're doing it as unto the Lord. Ah. I'm going to (laughs) close. Some of you guys are going, thank you Jesus. (laughs) Please bring this in for a close. So uncomfortable. I want to close with an exhortation. First to the husbands, and please know that I'm including myself in this as a husband. And every time I do a wedding, I always, it's it's a healthy dynamic. I introspectively have to ask the Lord to search my own heart, and then I also will ask my wife as well. But we have to, husbands, be the man that our wives will want to respect. Can I say the same thing in a different way? Be the loving husband. Be the godly man that your wife finds irresistible. (laughs) Love her as Christ loved the church and selflessly give of yourself to her, greater love has no man. That he lays his life down for an, a friend, for his wife. When she's on the receiving end of that kind of love, she will, I mean, wow! You know what your only regret will be? is that you didn't humble yourself earlier. I always know I've made a great decision when my only regret is that I didn't make it sooner. And early on in my marriage, I I just had to get alone before the Lord concerning my marriage relationship. I mean, I love my wife. I love her so much. I I was telling our 12-year-old daughter, Sabia, this last week, I love your mom more. Today, then I loved her when we first got married. And that's, that's true. The love has grown and matured. And by the way, can I just parenthetically say, guys, your sons, <laughs> they need to see you love their moms this way. They need to see it modeled. They need to see what a godly Christian marriage relationship should be like. Because if the Lord tarries and they grow up and they get married, it's not what's been taught, it's what's been caught. It's how they see you treat their mom, how they see you love their mom. One last thing, and this is to the wife, and please hear me out on this. You do need to submit to your husband as unto the Lord. Okay, pastor, with all due respect, um, if you knew my husband, you would not say that, okay? let the Lord deal with them. I had someone share with me just last week, in fact, said, uh, wives submit to your husbands and then duck, and then God will. <laughs> oh, ha, I got the scars to prove it, let me tell you. Now there is a, a qualifier here. If he is asking you to do anything that is unbiblical, immoral, certainly illegal? Absolutely not. You do not submit to your husband if it's unbiblical, illegal, or immoral. But if you're at odds, and you're at this crossroads, and you're in disagreement with him, and by... ah, Listen, guys, God has given your wife you know, we call it women's intuition. I, I don't. It's discernment that God has given to the wife as a helpmeet to the man. Oh, how many times I wish I would have listened to my wife when she said, "You know, I just don't have a piece about this." And I'm like, "What do you mean you don't have a piece about this? Is a no-brainer. I'm the man of the house. I'm going to make the decision." She's like, "Okay." And I would always regret it in retrospect. Oh, would to God that I would have listened to her. God was trying to speak to me through her as my helpmeet, putting up the stop sign. Don't do it. I wish I could have the money that I invested, that she did not feel at peace about us investing. Probably pay off. Part of the mortgage on the <laughs> church property with uh, that much money. Jesus, I, just, I, don't, I don't feel at peace about it. And here's the problem, guys. We're, we're so logical. Well, why not? I just, I just don't feel at peace about it. Well, we want a double space printed-out, two-page explanation logically as to the reasons why I shouldn't do this. They can't do that. They just have this sensitivity to the Holy Spirit that we as men do not have. And God has given that to them. And that's when you, as the husband, out of reverence for Christ, submit to them. But let's say you're at a crossroad and this decision, I mean, you guys are just buttonheads. And the husband is determined to go ahead and move forward and you submit to him. Again, it's not illegal, it's not immoral, it's not unbiblical, okay? So wives, you submit as unto the Lord, then here's what you do. (laughs) First of all, pray for your husband, okay? That's the first thing. But secondly, trust the Lord. The Lord's going to deal with him. The Lord will deal with him in his way. If he moves forward and you're not in agreement, uh, this is a, a practical, and I've shared this before, it has helped my wife and I over the years tremendously. We will never discuss weighty issues or ever make any important decision at night because we're always tired And that's when it has more of a potential to end in a conflict. You know, God's mercies are new every morning. A good night's sleep can change everything. You know how it is when you, you know, argue at night, and you do let the sun go down on your anger. You wake up the next morning, you can't remember what you were fighting about, right? So just agree to disagree agreeably. Don't let the sun go down on your anger, because that's what gives the devil a foothold, Right? You wake up, you're you're seething, you're even more angry. Don't let the enemy do that. So we always wait until we're fresh, we've had our time together, we've had our time with the Lord, we've had time in prayer, we've had our coffee. Coffee helps a lot. And then that's when we tackle those decisions. Just uh, something that's really helped us. But... Wives, submit to your husbands and then trust that the Lord will deal with him. But husbands, I just want to leave you with this lastly, and again I include myself. Let's be men that our wives want to submit to. Let's be the man, the man of God. Let's be that husband, that godly husband that our wife just, I mean, finds irresistible.
0: Thanks for joining Pastor J.D. today on In Spirit and Truth. We know that this time in our nation is uncertain, but one thing remains steadfast. God is in control. We encourage you to spend time during this season in the Word, in prayer, and in the presence of God. As with many churches across our nation, Calvary Chapel Kaneohe is holding services online only. We would still love to worship with you virtually, so please join Pastor JD at inspiritandtruthradio.com. You can subscribe to our YouTube channel as well to be notified when each week's service is made available. Pastor J.D. will continue to share his Mideast east prophecy updates as well. In these, Pastor J.D. takes a critical look at the news and events happening around the globe and compares them with prophecies found in the Bible, sharing God's views on what's taking place. You'll find these on YouTube or on our website. Again, that's in inspiritandtruthradio.com. We also know how essential prayer is during this time and we want you to know we're constantly lifting our listeners up to the Lord. Is there anything specific we can be praying for you about? If so, send an email to us at office at com. That's office at com. Would you do the same for us, please? Keep Pastor J.D. and our church staff in your prayers, asking the Lord to guide us as we navigate this new and unexpected time in history. And of course, please keep our nation and our leaders in your prayers too, as well as all those affected by this virus. Thank you for praying, and thanks for tuning in to In Spirit and Truth.
1: la. la, la.